0: Hey hey, and welcome back to another podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco,
1: and I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron.
0: How's it been going, Jeff?
1: It's it's been all right. I miss you, man. It's been a minute.
0: It's been a long time. It's been quite a while. It's been longer than we even planned on it being. So,
1: yeah, I think it's our longest break, except maybe the, the pandemic one. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely think this was our longest break for sure. But, but we, we knew what was coming. And then, true. then I, uh, I got into a little bit of a serious bike accident to let our, our listeners know. I uh, fell off my bicycle. My chain fell off at the bottom of a hill by uh, the water here. And I shattered my collarbone, broke my ribs, broke my finger, smashed my head really hard. It shattered my helmet. But I didn't even know I hit my head. Until I looked at the helmet. So wear helmets.
1: <laughs> wear your helmets, kids.
0: For real. We wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if I wasn't wearing a helmet. So. <laughs> oh, that was a joke. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, no. So that, that happened to me this summer. Good times. And uh, I know we said we we're going to come back with the special Head episode. But we decided mm. we wanted to be together when we watched and did like our own kind of mm. commentary to Head and we haven't yeah. seen each other all summer.
1: <laughs> That's for real. It's a bummer. And uh, oh well, but we will get to it. It will be spectacular.
0: It will. We uh actually one of our, our listeners, our buddy Mike, who we've mentioned before, he made the Frotus Caper clip for us.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. He he's in Pennsylvania and they played head on thirty five millimeter at a drive in, which is my dream way of seeing head. <laughs> and uh, nice. Sure. We had like a correspondent there. Mike went out there. He talked to different monkeys fans, and, and it's it's pretty cool. He sent me the video. So those will be incorporated in our, in our Head Spectacular. Probably, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you again, Mike, for doing that. And uh, so, yeah, Br- Jeff, you want to break down what we're doing today? I've been talking nonstop.
1: <laughs> no worries. It's good to have you back. <laughs> I'm glad you're one piece. <laughs> thank this you, thank been you. A, this could have been a very somber countdown.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been and sad
1: so yes as promised we are breaking down the random at a countdown that was delivered to us in tiny pieces of paper from the wool hat of mystery throughout the series and uh we're gonna talk about all the songs maybe uh talk about what they mean to us maybe reflect on how we felt about it at the time we pulled it maybe our opinion has changed but we'll also look at the numbers behind the countdown where um We've kind of generated this data set, and we're going to see what these numbers say about what these songs mean to us. Uh, This part will only do about once or twice a show. To kick off this countdown, we're starting way at the back, a.k.a. the ultimate jellies. Therefore, for this first 20 songs, we're going to flip the script and uh, count our way up to our least favorite tune.
0: Yeah, it's like a literal countdown. Like we're, we're, we have the 20 and we're going down to the bottom, just so we don't start at the very bottom. Cause, you know, why yeah. not? This is just kind of a more fun way of doing yeah. it.
1: We're going to count and it's going to bring us down.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I want to say before, I, we might dig into these songs quite a bit. I don't want anybody to think we're like monkey haters just because right. these songs are at the bottom. But it, it, <laughs> it's more fun to, if they're at the bottom, you got to point out why they're at the bottom. You don't want to Absolutely. be like, it was a good try, though, but okay, that's next song. It's like, no, you want to be like, this is how this song makes me feel inside. And it's terrible. <laughs> so so bear with right. us.
1: <laughs> and um, we're going to talk about the numbers behind these songs throughout our uh, countdown episodes. Um, for instance, I've, we could treat each song like a golf score. Like our song at number one has a score of one. And the, highest, the higher the number, the worse the song is. For example, by the numbers... Our favorite album, and this is not a spoiler, is the Head soundtrack, mostly because there's only seven real songs on it, and it, the songs dominate our top 20. There is a single, an A-side and a B-side, that we're going to talk about later. The golf score of Head, the album, is 268. The golf score of a single that we're going to talk about is 324. <laughs> Two songs, an A-side and a B-side have a score of 324. And you're going to find out which ones later on today here at Podcast Valley Sunday.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> definitely stinkers. I think the stinker album for us is obvious as well, but we'll find out as we, <laughs> as we plow through this.
1: Absolutely. So, it's going to be a trip.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, wait, what is that I hear? There it is.
1: You've heard of wool hats, haven't you? It's my tap. It's knitted. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Sweet
0: sound to my ears. We're starting here, at 148. The song is "It's Got to Be Love." It's from the uh, the duo album Changes, essentially, yeah. where the two guys don't even want to look at each other on the cover. That's right. And uh, so here's a little here's a little blast. If you need to to refresh yourself with "It's Got to Be Love." <laughs> so it's got to be love for me from the very beginning with the plinky plunky piano it sense the tone and the tone is deaf (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's like if you're not super familiar with the changes album the whole changes album sounds like this to you
0: yeah yeah
1: it's true this is and this is written by a guy named Neil Goldberg who thought that the concept of if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck was so catchy, he decided to make a pop song out of it.
0: That's the thing. And and it, it just kind of circles around itself. You know what I mean? It doesn't yep. really get anywhere. You're not stoked to hear the next part. Even some things, like when it gets to the bridge, like, oh, the bridge is at least kind of cool. <laughs> and this one is just like Melbatos. Like, it's just like dry... <laughs> And, it, it, you know, it gets the job done if you're calling it a song, but it's, it's not going to sustain you for very long, I think.
1: <laughs> There's going to be a lot of faint praise in this episode, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very faint.
1: <laughs> you barely hear it. Uh, just a note as to uh, how the song came up on Podcast Valley Sunday. We pulled it episode 20, and it was our first song to have the uh, wool hat of mystery jingle attached to it.
0: Ooh, see, that that's, that gives it more clout than anything in this song, I'd say.
1: <laughs> the most noteworthy thing about it.
0: Yeah, but for real, I, I don't have a whole lot to even say about this song because it is just kind of like, is what it is. You know what I mean?
1: And there it is, number 148, It's Got to Be Love from Changes. Up next, at number 149, we have Don't Wait for Me from Instant Replay. Uh, we pulled... In episode 5, during our first weekend of recording Podcast Valley Sunday. Don't wait for me. I'll be a long
0: time coming. Unless by then, you have told me something that shows how much you care. So for me, this song, super country, like... <laughs> dripping in country nez which isn't always a bad thing but in this case it is <laughs> it's just yeah. again like it's cool when
1: Kirshner would, What would would say him in the new york division of the uh of the, the monkey's music machine would be like lay off the twang <laughs> sending the messages back to la <laughs> lay off the twang nesmith this is what he's talking about. And there's sad twang and there's extreme twang. And this yeah. is more in the sad twang. Bucket. This is
0: extremely sad twang. <laughs> this puts them together. And again, it just kind of moves around itself. And I think because of, like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of country music. And I think <laughs> because this is so country music, it kind of, yeah. uh, right away, puts like a, a wet blanket on a good time. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not a super when, big fan.
1: And when we pulled this in episode five, uh, Paco deployed some of his tremendous slide guitar work.
0: It's the very first national <laughs> band. Like, 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 uh, if I ever get to Saginaw again. Yeah. That kind like of super country. Extra,
1: extra country with the slide guitar. <laughs> and uh, another thing I like doing with these instant replay songs is... Uh, Picking out a lyric that can fit as a title of this colorful yet miserable album, and uh, for "Don't Wait for Me," that line is "So I guess I'll cry." Then I guess I'll cry. <laughs> that could have been the title for Instant Replay. <laughs> he's so
0: distraught. He doesn't. He's like, "I guess I will." I don't know. What like else with a shrug,
1: like yeah, like you saw it coming. So I guess I'll cry.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a great, That's honestly the best moment of the song because he puts a little spice on the guess. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, Don't Wait for Me, and we're not going to wait around for it. And we're going to move on (laughs) right to number 150 here. It's my life.
1: It's Uh, now or never. Yeah,
0: exactly. Whenever I see this song, I only think of the Bon Jovi version, which in itself is not much better than this version of the song. Nay, nay. No. So here, here's a little taste of it just to whet your whistles. It's my life, and I'm taking. One thing we do have now on our YouTube page, Jeff put together the uh, the whole list. The the whole randomatic countdown is a playlist on our YouTube. And one of the video you found for this, and the only mm. video for it because there isn't a video for it. Yep. It's just a bunch of extreme sports just raging. like.
1: Hey, some of these don't qualify as sports. They're just stunts.
0: Stunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like. Why is this the visual for this song? Maybe it's supposed to be like you're up, you know, supposed to be like look what you're achieving in your life or something.
1: Like, but like an interview with Mickey would be cool or someone like Andrew Sandoval, but I'd like to sit down with a guy who's a fan of late era monkeys and also into extreme stunts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But this video is like reheated spaghetti. Like I'm just not into it. Like <laughs> some people might like it. It's not for me.
1: Yeah, and it, the tune itself is like uh, Mickey Sinatra.
0: Yeah, and Mickey sings the hell out of it.
1: Oh, like, absolutely. You can't like, he, knock he the means vocal it as usual. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, but in it, fact, we, pull, we pulled this in episode 31, which turned out is one of our episodes that we refer to as a jelly spree.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a tough episode, and this is a tough song. It's very slow and doesn't really go anywhere. I see what... They were trying to hit with it, but not for me. Not for me, this song.
1: It's not very rock and roll, let's say.
0: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So sorry, but not 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 my jam.
1: So yeah, so that's our number one fifty. It's my life by Mickey Sinatra from Justice. <laughs> that brings us up to number one fifty one, and it's today's first appearance, and not the last appearance of sir david jones it is a man without a dream uh tuned from instant replay so you know it's a feel-good jam (laughs) and it was also the b-side the teardrop city which reflects our fondness for it as well
0: I've got to say, when re-listening to this, this song is better than these other two songs we just heard. Like to me at least, and I feel like it could be moved up in the countdown just because it's like it's got swing to it, it's got a pretty melody. It's it's not it's not a bad bad song compared to "It's My Life."
1: <laughs> and really, don't wait this, for this, me. This flies in the face of the opinion of Paco from episode nine, where you declared the song schmish worthy. <laughs> As a previous descriptive word for a Davy song, it's uh, kind of schmish.
0: <laughs> yes, it's a very schmish worthy song. <laughs> At the time it was before it was surrounded by these other songs. <laughs> like, And I'm not saying is- this should be top 10. I'm not move <laughs> over a door into summer. I'm just saying, it's not as bad as its placement indicates, I feel.
1: It's true. And um, it is a Goffin and King tune, so it's written by the pros. In fact, it is the lowest of the uh, 10 Goffin and King songs that appear in the countdown.
0: Understandable. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I say. Again, it's not a great song, but compared to these other ones, it's much better than they are, I think.
1: Fair enough, Paco. Fair enough.
0: All right, so that'll bring us now to number 152, one that (laughs) hits you right in the gnomes, teeny, Teeny Tiny Gnome.
1: Now, you don't feel similarly about this one. That do you not. do has been without a dream by any chance,
0: dude. No, not at all. See, this song fakes you out with the cool organ intro and then rips the rug out from underneath you and sends you down a sugary sweet hole that instantly gives you diabetes and your leg gets amputated. <laughs> like,
1: you know. Is it the sh- the shadoink thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's the shadoink. The, that should be the name of the song because <laughs> it's terrible. But... The uh, the guitar solo is from another planet, and it's another Absolutely. song entirely, and is awesome.
1: To the point, it's so otherworldly; it almost sounds like a keyboard through a distortion pedal or something. Like yeah, it doesn't. You can't exactly place what it is, which is pretty neat.
0: Yeah. And, and like, what is it doing? What's it doing in this song? It's, it's a gem <laughs> of a, a moment in this song of garbage. And so most people wouldn't even get to that point of the song, I feel. Like if the song comes on, you, it, like I had totally forgotten about that guitar solo till we pulled it and I listened to the song. Well, we didn't pull it. We chose it. As, yes.
1: Uh, it was um, in our off-season jelly special yeah we talked about our least favorite song so far we thought it would be fun to pick a low low song yeah and of course we both picked this without further ado Paco if you've uh, picked out a jelly I have let's hear it
0: I have okay my jelly comes from uh, Missing Links Volume 1 uh huh it's uh and we don't know each other's jelly so there might be a chance we pick the same jelly who knows I'm
1: starting to feel like it's the same jelly oh man really just hit
0: it, hit it. All right, let's let we'll, we'll count to three, we'll say it at the same time. And if it's the same one, it'll be amazing. And if not, we we'll won't put it in. Okay, okay, go. Okay, ready? One, yes. two, three. Teeny, Teeny Tiny Gnome. gnome. <laughs> Teeny Tiny Gnome was never on an album, it was on Missing Links Volume One.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, uh, that's why we had to choose it because we weren't going to pull it out, obviously. But, uh, man, it uh, I guess it holds up in its awfulness. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're still talking about it today. doesn't hold up with its awfulness. Teeny Tiny Gnome does. It, it lives up to how terrible we remember it being.
1: <laughs> there you have it. Teeny Tiny Gnome, number 152, here at Podcast Valley Sunday. Up next at number 153, another appearance by our man Mike Nesmith never tell a woman yes in a dusty caravan was a girl of a golden tan she asked me if i was headed to the east i politely stepped aside and said i did not need a ride that i'd rather take my chances with the heat yeah
0: with this one at least it doesn't lead you down and down the road with an awesome intro and then fakes you out. It hits you over the head with its annoying awfulness right off the bat. (laughs) It
1: it lets you know exactly what you're in for. (laughs) It's from Monkey's Present. Present. And uh, we pulled it back in episode four. Wow. During the first day of recording (laughs) where you thought it was plinky-plunky and you did a tremendous trombone impression. (laughs)
0: So, yeah, so this song is kind of like a plinky plunky, like, uh, <laughs> what
1: kind of music is it? Like Dixie? Yeah, like Dixieland, Bluegrassy. <laughs> and it turns out episode four was also a bit of a jelly spree right off the bat there's another episode for sunk coming up but yeah man there were some days on the show where all three of these songs ended up in like triple digits yeah those were tough days that's that's what qualifies as a jelly's free, absolutely
0: yeah like this entire song is like a cheese grater on my eardrums and my taste for music like (laughs) it's just i'm just not into it like I like that it's kind of a story. Like if we're pulling it. Maybe we should try to pull one positive thing from all these songs if we can. <laughs> we're but, trying.
1: Uh, we're trying real hard, man. It,
0: yeah, but it's kind of a story. You know what I mean? It's kind of got that you know Paul's boutique kind of vibe of telling you a story <laughs> in the song, ahead of its time. But uh, other than yes, that, here we go. It's not my jam. Those,
1: those hip hop pioneers of the monkeys <laughs> at it again,
0: bro. They they you got samples used from them for two number one songs. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Man, Mary Mary yeah. and uh, Mr. Dabalina.
1: And sorry, I, come I, right I pulled Paco's string again, folks. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but if you think about it, you would never think any monkey song would have worked its way into hip-hop and then became a big hit. And somehow two
1: songs did it. I think it's and just indicative that. of their cross the board appeal. It's
0: true. It really is. Which brings us now to song 154. I just can't get her off of my mind. I can't get her off of my mind from headquarters, Davy Jones. Okay, it's not great by any means, but again, not worse than Never tell a woman yes or it's my life. <laughs> I would I'd put this above those. If we were re- redoing things. But uh, again, we're so far at the bottom. It doesn't matter. It's, yep. it's like at the bottom of the ocean where the fish have evolved to not have eyes because they don't need them anymore. We don't need like, to have ears and opinions really about the bottom 20 and where they should go because it's like the choosing, bottom 20.
1: It's, you're choosing your favorite piece of gum on the bottom of your shoe.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And, uh, Yeah, we pulled this back in episode eight, and it has proven to be our lowest headquarters song. Definitely. And our first of three appearances from uh, Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart as the songwriters. And i got to say, Paco, I don't know if you noticed, our YouTube numbers always creeping up, even though we're not producing. The gang are listening. It's a lot of fun. But our top five songs, (laughs) our top five episodes have hit 200 views. Do you know which ones those are?
0: Which ones are those?
1: There's your chat with Michael Nesmith. There's our first episode, Royal Flush. Wow. Our two Boyce and Heart episodes, uh, Dolman Jones Boys and Heart episodes. Wow. And episode 57, Monkeys Blow Their Minds. Really? It just hit 200 and it came out like two months ago. That's interesting. That's it's interesting. It's very interesting. I don't know why it happened like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Weird algorithms, I guess.
1: But the second most interesting thing about it is, wow, those voice, those Dolan Jones voice and art specials are beloved for some reason. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe it's because a lot of people also didn't really know much about them and like, oh, okay, let's hear it with these guys talking over everything and ruining my experience. <laughs> and for some reason, people really like that.
1: <laughs> I guess there's not a ton of H uh, content out there.
0: No, really isn't. So uh, that's, that's kind of cool. DJBNH. Yeah. you DJ, can also did I say that right? on the those episodes you hear me laugh the hardest i've ever laughed on an episode when i bring yeah. up like oh they should do a reunion tour if this is a hit and not even thinking anything and for some reason that hit me so hard
1: <laughs> for real oops and,
0: and these the ones moment. are the hits they are the big one of the biggest hits so uh, missed there opportunity you.
1: amazing <laughs> <laughs> so that's I can't get her off of my mind by, sung by Davy Jones written by Boyce and Hart no Dolans and uh, that's number 154 and number 155 that's right folks poo poo pool it is in the house we got secret heart folks Yoy
0: Secret Heart or is it Sacred Heart? Secret Heart. It's, it's dripping with the 80s like crazy. Like this, like Pulit is dripping with the 80s, but Secret Heart is really dripping with it. But I will say the chorus is really good and really catchy. And, and, and again, I don't like the tune all that much, but a good chorus is a good chorus. And, and it, it, it hits me a little bit, but that that's the best I can really say about it. Mickey, again, sings well on it. But on Pool It, it's just such a weird, overproduced record that it's yeah. uh, everything sounds a bit weird.
1: It's a product of the time and the equipment available. And it's just what stuff sounded like. Yeah. And <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. And uh, I remember one of the Facebook Monkeys groups shared it. Say, hey, dig this old tune from uh, Pull It, kind of rare. And someone's like, who's that woman singing the song? <laughs> <laughs> it's another comment had to be, that woman is Mickey Dolenz. <laughs> when we pulled it, it was episode 12, and this is when you deployed your uh, rendition. I don't know how we got to it, but this is when you, you sang D.W. Crotchburn for the first time. Wow. So listen here, secret heart is that better than D.W. Ashburn?
0: D.W. Crotch Burnt?
1: <laughs> how did it take this long? Um,
0: what I just thought for right now, I thought that exact thing. Like, how have we never called this song D.W. Crotch
1: burnt? Were you laughing at it before you said it?
0: So yeah, so say Secret Heart, Pool It, it's definitely a... A Pulit song You would never hear the song And think it was on another album You're like Oh is this on headquarters? <laughs> like, no <laughs> Never
1: <laughs> Never
0: No That's a laugh And speaking of laugh At number 156 We've got
1: Laugh <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess it's a, it's a fine song, I suppose, but it's so early monkeys that that kind of works against it. It feels like a, it's written by people who are trying to write this kind of song, like a sixties, you know, garage (laughs) bandy song when they've never heard it. They, they live in an apartment. They don't know what a garage is and (laughs) they write laugh because they think, yeah, like this is what the kids are into. And it Mm. just reeks of that. And I'm, I'm not into it.
1: You're not laughing.
0: No. How do you feel about Laugh?
1: It is what it is. And uh, we pulled it on our first day of doing the countdown back in episode two. And I think it appeared shortly after in the the boxing episode there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the the Eye of the Tiger of 1966.
0: Exactly. Like, what the heck? Maybe even that's what kind of ruined it a little bit is that it's (laughs) improperly used in the show as well.
1: I suppose. Might be onto something there. But yeah, and at the time we said it's a song with not much to say, nor we about it. Yeah, and it's one of four songs on our countdown with a five-letter name.
0: There you go. Drink for that if that's on your bingo card. Yeah, that would be a, that's a tough one to hit.
1: <laughs> so that's it, folks. Laugh lands at one fifty-six on the Randomatic Countdown here at Podcast Valley Sunday. Up next. Uh, number one fifty-seven. We got unlucky stars from the Justice album. Oh, unlucky stars are
0: in my sky.
1: <laughs> we gave a two two-word review. Back when we pulled it, unlucky ears.
0: Exactly. I was gonna say unlucky listeners. Like. <laughs> Okay, it's 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 like a goofy blues shuffle that really has no place on a Monkees album, and not that they shouldn't do the blues, but they're not a <laughs> blues band, and like I don't understand why this specific song ever happened. Like maybe because it was in the '90s or something, and they're like let's try this. Like they're trying everything, I guess. But I guess it, it's an unnecessary song in the Monkees catalog, 100%.
1: It's true. And you see it like in 33 and a third and on Dolan Jordan's Voice and Heart, the album. Like they always do some like a throwback thing, like uh, something extra 50s. Yeah. Because they probably dig that music, mm-hmm. but they don't, they don't need to. They don't have to. Maybe they want to, but yeah. No, nah, I can't imagine tons of the listeners are dying to hear it.
0: Exactly. Like I don't know. Maybe what you could have, when you put on justice and the song came up like, Oh cool. Look, they're doing blues. Like they've never done that before. Let's, let's check, you know, okay. Interesting. But really it just kind of chops the album up and an album that was uneven and weird to begin with, which is justice. Oh, this, yeah. this song sticks out as even more uneven and even more weird than the album <laughs> as a whole. So yeah, I think it's where it belongs. I'd say.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no argument here from Paco <laughs> or me. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly. No from any. if if you love this song, like hit us up, let us know why like we're not being like what's wrong with you? It's just like I'd love to know a monkey's fan who's like, man, unlucky stars. that is the jam for me.
1: I'm you gonna put up. unlucky you put unlucky stars behind laugh. <laughs> How dare you exactly, exactly.
0: okay, so here we are. We're here at number one fifty eight and a song that I swear could be bottom 5, bottom 3 even. Somehow it snuck out. We're talking about Ladies Aid Society from the Monkeys present.
1: <laughs> I don't know how it crept all all this way up to the <laughs> number, number negative ten.
0: Yeah, it got lost in the shuffle somehow, and I guess it's good that it kicks off the bottom ten, but it yeah. it 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 should be much deeper down, because okay, ladies' aid society there isn't one second of this song that doesn't make me want to give up listening to music forever. Like, cause if music could create something this awful, I don't know if I want to subscribe to it and encourage such a thing that would create this.
1: Like man, oh this man. is
0: nails on a chalkboard while somebody's scraping a fork on a plate. while someone's poking you in the eye and, 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 and give you paper cuts on your gums. Like this song, I can't even believe it exists. I've got to be honest,
1: and I apologize.
0: I can't even pull out, but it does have, no, but it doesn't. It's awful all the way.
1: Oh, man. Folks, Paco's got a stack of index cards about this song you wouldn't believe. He's (laughs) going through them right now. I'm
0: bright red right now. (laughs)
1: He's he's furious. It's from uh, Monkeys Presents, written by Boyce and Heart, if you can believe it. Uh. And it's still not our lowest Boyce and Heart song. We pulled it somewhat recently, uh, episode 38, second season. But I don't know, maybe we're, we're feeling generous that day or something because, yeah, I could see this being behind a few of the songs we're about to talk about.
0: Definitely, definitely. And, uh, and again, if you dig this song, hit us up, let us know like what you find in it because I, I, I don't find it. I, it's It's that rotting uh, Easter egg you find at Christmas uh. like it was not found.
1: Imagine loving this song and then like going to modern day monkeys shows and they don't play it and you're like, ah oh, geez. Maybe <laughs> the balls. Next time.
0: The ball's on them to not play Ladies' Aid Society. <laughs> yeah. It would be interesting that this was say, like this was a song that got you into the monkeys somehow. You know what I mean? And you're just like you hear everything else, like, man, nothing is quite like Ladies' Aid Society though. Oh, it's like man. you are correct, but <laughs> not, not a bad a thing. Way. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh. But anyway, that, yeah, I can't find anything I like about this song, to be honest.
1: Mm-mm-mm. There you have it. 158, Ladies Aid Society. I guess it should have been lower. Uh, 159 is It's Not Too Late from Justice. It's not too late. To turn this ship around. Sailing to the wind, my love, before we the It's not too late. Our, our listeners. They've been paying attention. They will not be surprised that our entire bottom ten is Davy songs, with one exception,
0: <laughs> which is a shame. And again, we don't dislike Davy. It's it's the kind of songs he would sing. I don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's true. Their his songs are not for us.
0: Yeah, and and one thing I will say with this is the Davy Mickey harmony on the second verse. Is yes. awesome. Like the way their voices work together is always awesome, perfect, fantastic. But it's just this song is just one of those slogs, like, oh gosh. <laughs> there not-
1: is that genre of monkey song. It seems to be like a later Monkey's thing where, like, like oh, we're in this together kind of song where they sing together and it sounds cool and it's about, you know, let, let's do this. And this is one of them and it just still, it's, I don't know, a bit, bit too earnest. I don't know.
0: Yeah. This song, it's very flamboyant. And very pompous, and uh, I feel that's what works <laughs> against it for me. Does not fair enough, Paco. Yeah, fair and in the enough. video, it's like images of Davy, like older Davey like singing with like full out, mouth wide open, hand in the sky, and that's exactly <laughs> what the song makes you think about when you hear it. Oh yeah. So, at number one hundred and sixty, we've got "It's Nice to Be with You."
1: Showing me the sun. shining through it's nice to be with you it is the b-side the dw washburn and that is our chunk of vinyl with the golf score of 324
0: well deserved well deserved
1: and i'm not sure anybody noticed but we pulled this song twice from the hat yeah we did and it seemed like nobody noticed not even ourselves because it's just one of those interchangeable Davy and the Strings and Horns songs. Exactly. It, the it, second time we pulled it, you mentioned how, it, uh, it, how uh, the Mario-ness of it's a nice to be with you. It's a nice to be with
0: you. That's the only thing I remember of this song ever. It's a nice to be with you. <laughs> and then you're playing yeah, see Mario
1: it. In the, in the Zoom era of Podcast Valley Sunday, for a while there were two hats, and we had to one of us would pull a song from that, and the other guy would have to fish it out. And I guess at one point we pulled "It's Nice to Be with You," and the other one of us left it in there for some reason.
0: Yeah, we were like, I don't, I don't think that was high enough. I'm going to leave it in here, and we pull it out again, <laughs> give it a better <laughs> place. Bury it later. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, uh, it's a, it's a nice song, I guess. You know what I mean? It's not like it's Ladies Aid Society. <laughs> But (laughs) Which is weird Because it's above it But it's like (laughs) You know It doesn't go anywhere It doesn't do anything for me Boring But good instrumentation You know what I mean It's just like all right, It's a song In name only (laughs) Essentially
1: (laughs) And it's nice to be with you It's really Pretty vague Yeah It's all The AAA rhyme schemes Is rhyming you With blue And it just, I don't know. Yeah. It seems very low effort.
0: Definitely, definitely. So let's stop putting effort into this review of it.
1: There we go. Has number 160. It's nice to be with you. The B-side to D.W. Ashford. And up next, we have 161, Don't Listen to Linda. Don't listen to Linda or you end up like me.
0: For me, essentially, same complaints as, like, nice to be with you and laugh. Like, mm. sounds like people trying to write a pop song that gets sold. It feels more like the album cover of more of the monkeys where they're wearing the, the Penny clothes. Just, like, bland mm-hmm. and embarrassing. You know what it is? It's like when someone who's just learning how to write songs writes a song that they think is great, but it's the second song they've ever written in their life. So it's a structured song, but it just feels like, Yeah. Okay. You just like a paint by numbers kind of song. That's what don't listen to Linda feels like to me.
1: For real. It's interesting to note that, uh, I believe Linda is Davy Jones's wife's name from back then. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Don't don't listen to Linda, babe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's not my wife, man. Don't listen to Linda. (laughs) (laughs) For real. And, um,
1: we pulled this near the end in episode 49 and, uh, it is our lowest charting voice and heart song. Which, you know, we could flip this with Ladies' Aid Society. I don't think anyone would complain. You know what I mean?
0: One hundred percent. definitely this is better than don't than Ladies Aid Society. But you could say that almost all the way to the
1: end. But I mean, would you put Ladies Aid Society below our next tune, Paco?
0: Uh hmm. <laughs> I, I I would uh, well, let's just say right now, our next song is Movin in <laughs> moving in with Rico from no See, this goes also with unlucky stars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, why are, are the monkeys playing reggae music? You know what I mean? I've got to, I have got almost want to blame Sting and the Police for this one because everybody was doing reggae music because of the police in the mid-80s. And I think that's where this came from. But I could probably listen to this song more than I could listen to uh, Ladies Aid Society.
1: Oh, man. The Police broke up like three years before this, so like striking when the iron is way cold. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's almost like you could hear the song playing uh, Poolside on Weekend at Bernie's 3, or something like that
1: <laughs> Yes, absolutely
0: That's kind of the vibe it gives me
1: And it's got this weird thing in the pre-chorus Where it's like in 4-4 four, four time But then there's a just a half bar Like a two beat thing And then it goes into It, it makes the song sound defective Yeah Every time like something <laughs> weird happened That it wasn't supposed to be there And it made the final cut Because yeah. nobody cared Oh. Should always like to be my friend And I remember when we pulled this in episode 44, I said, she's moving in with Rico, and Paco said, and I'm moving out of this podcast. (laughs) Oh my, she's moving in with Rico, folks.
0: And I'm moving out of this podcast. (laughs) It's a song that's there, and it's on, the only album this could be on is Pool It, (laughs) so out of the Monkees catalog, so. I guess it's where it needs to be. It's
1: <laughs> uh, rough. Yeah. So that's under number 162. She's moving in with Rico from Pulit. And of course, sung by Sir David Jones. Up next, number 163 is The Girl I Left Behind Me, aka The Song We Left Behind Us. <laughs> Down inside, I feel alive. But this time, girl, I won't be back.
0: But now I'll turn around and see the girl I left behind me For me this song it's slow forlorn uh it builds you up just to get to like a zippy like off Broadway TV opening credits kind of bridge <laughs> and that's really it like uh. Again, we're we're at the we're coming to the very bottom now. So, it's hard to find positives about these songs. But again, it's sung well. You know, it's it is what it is.
1: And it's a Neil Sedaka song. Like it's from the uh the Brill Building of professional songwriters. But uh we just don't uh sometimes they don't the hit's not there.
0: But yo, know, if if Neil Sedaka was singing it and you're a Neil Sedaka fan, you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. no, all right." Girl Left Behind Me, that's on the record, sounds like Neil Sedaka. But if you're listening to The Monkees and you're hearing Neil Sedaka, it's like, I don't know, I'd rather (laughs) hear something. That's not the girl I left behind me.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And uh, just in keeping with our instant replay retitling theme, a few tracks ago we did Don't Listen to Linda, and uh, the title for instant replay that came off of that album was uh, uh, Loser of the Year. (laughs) Uh, a line you could use for the title of Insta replay from the girl I left behind me is uh, picking up the pieces of my life. <laughs>
0: there there, you go. That that would hit on so many levels. and It's all sad and, uh, and unhappy. Which now brings us to number 164. Mm. The day we fall in love.
1: You'll understand when I say them to you because They'll come straight from my heart. On the day we fall in love. You and me. On the day we fall in love.
0: What, what is this song doing on a rock and roll album? <laughs> like, this song is just... What is it doing here on this? It, it's more of the monkeys, right? But, like, just think, you got the show. I guess it is just for the Davy Jones... Fans like the the young girl fans, and it's like yeah. he's talking directly to them, and they get to have their first blush of womanhood while listening to Davy Jones on <laughs> wow on their parents' stereo with headphones on. Parker,
1: <laughs> let's keep it clean here. <laughs> it just said first blush
0: of womanhood. They first like, <laughs> I'm like oh just, okay, I'm just Josh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I have yeah. nothing but contempt for this song.
1: Yeah, uh, like we said at the time when we pulled it. Uh, this is why the CD was invented So you could skip it quickly
0: Exactly, yeah First and, first uh, person heard this is like We need better technology I can't get through this quick enough
1: And we first When we were first talking about doing all this And doing a countdown and the whole thing And this is one of the ones we knew Would be Way at the back
0: <laughs> Again Podcastradamus We knew what was coming
1: <laughs> No dude. That's about all we need to say about that. For real.
0: There's not much you can now say about that. We hadn't said when we pulled it anyway. Just uh, just garbage.
1: So up next, at number 165, we have a long-distance dedication to my cousin, Chris the Kid Paco. And he writes, CJ, I want to hear my favorite song of all time. You know it, D.W. Washburn.
0: I heard a sweet boy say... D.W.
1: Washburn I heard a sweet boy say D.W. Washburn This is your
0: lucky day Oh man, I can't say anything new that I haven't said before about this song. I remember when we first came up with the idea of The Countdown. I was like, oh, D.W. Washburn's Bottom. Like, there's no (laughs) other song I see this in like ladies eight society the yep. right two two sides of the same coin
1: yep and we pulled it on the second day of the countdown yeah back in episode three
0: it was early early and i think we even said like well we have our bottom and the fact <laughs> that it isn't the bottom of the, the countdown still blows my mind that we found two oh. other songs we think are worse than this song <laughs> it's, it
1: says a lot about the two songs we found after the fact <laughs> that we that snuck under yeah d w washburn which ex- it d w washburn itself was the last top twenty single of the classic monkeys era, which, which is number nineteen and then it dropped like a donkey down the mine shaft right <laughs> off the countdown in a matter of weeks and that was it for uh the monkeys and the zeitgeist, I would say, possibly due to the nature of this song
0: for sure man this is this is the one that sinks the ship this is the iceberg right here and but there are people who really like this song it's like i can i can get it in a way of like if you're into like jim caroci and stuff like that like this song (laughs) of would be like no man i like that song got my wine feeling fine it's like cool i get that you can get into that vibe of it but to Mm -hmm. me there's just something there's that pee under the 10th mattress that won't let me get to sleep with this song
1: but yeah and it flies in the face of like the psychedelic rock and roll that was, had been coming out from the guys. Yeah. And they're about to make the movie. And this just was an odd fit with everything else that was going on with them.
0: Yeah. it's uh, And I think when I heard it, like when I you got the box set, I taped the box mm. set. And I remember like around the time of hearing this song, first of all, it's near the end of the box set, which is just a bummer all <laughs> over the place. And I think it was just like, just something was off everywhere when this song was... Uh, In my earbuds, and uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan, so I'll stop talking and throwing garbage on it.
1: So there you have it. According to Chris Paco, D.W. Washburn is a bummer all over the place. (laughs)
0: You can put that on a t-shirt if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Which now leads us to number 166. Below D.W. Washburn is I'll love you forever. I'll is in parentheses. Just so I can be more confident.
1: You're my first love. You are my last love. You are my everlasting love. You are. would just love you forever. It'd be confusing. Yeah. I think we talked
0: about maybe it was Davy looking in a mirror. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is first love. This his last love. <laughs> out forever. That makes sense man. However, then the story emerges That it's about his daughters Yeah, And like, that's pretty sweet that's the, And you learn more about his the, the family You know, he's a good dad Yeah, the saving grace him of him the song
0: the Which is why it's not the very last song Is because it has that little story with it But man
1: Like, your original review was something along the lines of This is what you hear in the car with your grandma When she's driving you to the dentist Some of these you clearly have no doubts about <laughs>
0: This is one of them. I hate it. But if you look on YouTube, the comments, people were like, this is my favorite song. It reminds me of the 80s. I was driving with the top down. And I'm like, what, what? were you driving with the top down? Blasting I'll Love You Forever, man. Like, come on. <laughs> to put on like Cuddly Toy or something.
1: But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a banger.
0: Yeah, it is. But yeah, I'll Love You Forever, parentheses I'll. Just sums up pull It for me. In a big way.
1: Our ultimate jelly here at Podcast Valley Sunday, l- number one sixty-seven.
0: The literal bottom of the barrel.
1: Also from Pooh Poo Poo Poo-lit. Counting on You. Oof. Sung by Sir David Jones. <laughs> I was kind of astonished and blindsided and bummed that we were able to find something that we were like, yeah, this makes love you forever. Sound like run to the Hills.
0: Christ. This song, (laughs) Davey counting down feels like he's counting down to the end of my life because I just can't take it. anymore. (laughs) Speaking
1: speaking of countdowns,
0: (laughs) it's so saccharine and heartfelt that it hurts in a bad way. Like, after a minute and 14 seconds, I thought I was almost over and realized there's still over two minutes left of the song. Like, Davey even Ugh. gets bored and forgets to count. He just, like, lets it go after a little while. And again, the guitar solo actually makes the song worse. Like, the bottom two songs have the worst two guitar solos out of any Monkey song. I don't know, man. What do you, what do you feel about I'm counting on you? Or just counting on you?
1: Um, I listened to it when we pulled it. And I listened to it yesterday when we were getting ready for this. <laughs> and that's enough for me.
0: Exactly. Like, again, it must've been an era thing. Like mid, mid eighties had those balladies, super <sighs> syrupy ballads and stuff like that. But this kind of just took yeah. it to another level because it's not like white snake doing it or whatever the heck, you know what I mean? It's not the, the, the ballad on the poison album. This is like nah, the quite. monkeys. album. It's, this is like the new age, um, uh, the day we fall in love almost you know what i mean like except now it's your weird uncle singing it instead of like, like the
1: sexy guy from tv it's like sub michael bolton
0: yes yes
1: and, uh, there you go way too easy listening
0: yeah i guess it hits the mark of that type of song i suppose like when they're in the record mm-hmm. like in the mixing room and they're doing it like yeah okay we got this one but it's like the MILFs are going to lose it at this reunion tour when Davey goes into <laughs> this. But That wasn't a term yet. No, that's why it got coined, just for this specific <laughs> song on tour. <laughs> wow. I guess All the right. Cougs. Maybe not quite MILF, but, but, but
1: is it But is it better than Ladies Aid Society, Paco? See,
0: Ladies Aid Society is bad in, the, in <laughs> like, almost like a cartoon, like a bad cartoon kind of way. And this is bad in like, just the, it's just so like you say, way too easy. Listening, super soft rock. Like just Mm. like it's Nerf ball rock. (laughs) It's how soft (laughs) this rock is because it, you know, I'm counting on you to skip this song if it ever comes on.
1: (laughs) Well, there you have it folks. And there it is. The Ultimate Jellies from the Randomatic Countdown here at Podcast Valley Sunday.
0: And once again I will say I know all we did this whole episode was just crap on these songs and make fun of them and stuff like that. <laughs> but it really you know, I feel we love the monkeys enough That we can do that and other monkeys fans will be like, I hear what you're saying. Like if it was just somebody random, we put this song on, like, oh my god, this is so terrible. I'd be like, Whoa, back off, man. Like counting on you, like, yeah, it's bad, but you don't (laughs) you just shut up. You have no idea how good this could be (laughs) at the other end of the countdown.
1: That's true. I
0: feel like monkeys fans can get together and talk some sauce about these garbage songs.
1: It's true. And like and like zooming out. Uh, like, I really like like over half of these songs on the whole countdown. Like, oh, definitely. You look into the low hundreds, like, I dig that song, I dig that song, I dig that song. Yes. Yeah. Like, in terms of how many of a band's songs we like, the hit rate of the Monkees is higher than just about anybody else.
0: Yeah. And when you first put the uh, playlist together of the countdown, you started mm-hmm. at the top and you said, Man, I got pretty deep in before I was th- even thinking about skipping a song. Yeah. And I, I would say to to our listeners, too, if you go to our YouTube page, Podcast Valley Sunday, go to the playlists and check it out and see how long you go. Put it on when you're cleaning the house or doing whatever you're doing and see how long <laughs> you get before you're like, OK, I, I can skip this one. And I, I guarantee you it'll be a, further down than you would have thought out of 168 songs or 167 songs.
1: And in a lot of cases, I tried to grab like a demo version or maybe a live version of something or just something interesting if it was kind of a. A schmish tune. Yeah, was hopefully I can find something that kind of added another layer to it that I hadn't even seen before. And some of these videos were posted by uh, our old friend we'll Hat One.
0: Yeah, Wool Hat One. He was a like our, our he or she was our first <laughs> listener who was actually talking back and forth with us.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard from him lately though. And uh, I did I forgot to uh, confront Mike Nesmith about whether or not he was actually we'll Hat One <laughs> because that would be a pretty good handle for. uh,
0: it would have been awesome for,
1: for Mike Desvith trying barely trying to disguise himself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll have one at yahoo.com is his first email address.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> oh. would explain why I haven't heard from him lately. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, true,
0: true. But okay. So that is the bottom 20. We are going to be back with the next chunk of 20 and we're going to do that all the way through up to number one.
1: Yeah, buddy, it's it's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. You got a bunch of new shows coming out, and we are gonna be getting together for the head special. And the head special might be two. But spe- we've talked about like breaking it down how we've done the episodes, doing mm-hmm. it that way, like we did a uh, thirty-three and a third. But then also doing yeah. like a running commentary of it while it's going. And I I honestly yeah. like both of those ideas. And because it's our podcast, we're gonna probably do both.
1: You're darn right. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Would it be great if we sent our commentary to Rhino and they stuck a track on it next time they put it out? That would be (laughs) (laughs) sweet. Put it on the magic lock.
0: Exactly, exactly on the 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 4K version
1: of Head. (laughs) Tremendous.
0: All right, everyone. So, from me, Paco,
1: and me, Jeff.
0: Have yourselves a monkey's little evening.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.